This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. NTL Now is also brought to you by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, Mansfield University, Max Driving Academy, and the Park Hotel and Brewing Company. Now let's join the host of NTL Now, here's Shane Wilbur. Welcome back, NTL sports fans, to another edition of the NTL Now podcast this week. Shane Wilbur back with you, and happy to have you along again, as always. And, of course, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there who are currently uh, downloading and listening as well, whether it be on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, or even online at ntlsports.com. It's another great episode, another jam-packed episode here this week. Of course, we've got uh, a lot to talk about, including the opening of spring sports, which hopefully uh, will occur later this week. Also, of course, we have the wrestling and basketball all-star teams that were announced uh, over this past weekend as well. So we'll get into those coming up here in just a little while as well. Now, on the spring sports side of things, of course, we will dive into some interviews coming up a little bit later on in this week's podcast. And uh, coming up a little bit later on, we will talk track and field with newly minted Troy track and field head coach Barry. Morgan. He's on the horizon a little bit later on in the podcast. We will also talk with senior athlete Haley Jane from Wyalusing High School as well. So uh, an exciting time to be able to sit down and uh, talk with both of them this week for the podcast too. So that'll be coming up here in just a little while. Also, of course, uh, in just a bit, we will have some sound bites from Canton baseball coach Bob Rockwell. He actually uh, sat down this week with uh, Chris Manning from the Northern Tier Sports Report. Chris was nice enough to share some of the audio from that. So we'll have some sound bites as well coming for that. And of course, you can catch Chris's full preview of Canton baseball and softball coming up a little bit later on this week on the Northern Tier Sports Report website. So definitely glad to have that audio as well. So as we get uh, into the uh, nuts and bolts of this week's podcast, of course, as I said, we will talk spring sports coming up here in just a little bit. But, you know, as I said, the wrestling and basketball all-stars were announced uh, earlier this week. So let's dive into those here and give some recognition to our area all-stars. Of course, you can check these out for yourself, too, on the ntlsports.com website. But yes, let's get into the NTL Wrestling All-Stars this year. Of course, uh, the coaching staff of the year went to the Canton Warriors Wrestler of the Year. No surprise, state runner-up Gavin Bradley of Athens as Bradley this year. Uh, only two losses on the season, those not coming until the latter part of the year. Uh, first team selections for the NTL wrestling squad at 106 pounds. It was Clayton Carr of Wyalusing, Gavin Bradley, of course, of Athens at 113 pounds. Isaac Landis of Canton rounds it out at 120 on to 126, where Troy's Seth Seymour will hold down that weight. Bailey Ferguson, Hayden Ward, and Hudson Ward of Canton go 132 through 145 for the Warriors. At 152, Nick Woodruff of Wyalusing, 
Wing. Riley Parker joins his fellow Warrior teammates in this first team selection as Parker holds down the 160-pound weight class. Cohen Lehman of North Penn Liberty, of course, he was a super regional qualifier this year. He gets the 172 nod at 189 pounds. Sectional champion Zach Schaefer of Wyalusing at 215 pounds. Clay Watkins of Tawanda. Watkins, of course, a regional qualifier. He was actually one potential win away from qualifying for the Super Regional. And, of course, at 285 pounds to round out this first team lineup, Cade Sotolano of Williamson. Of course, Cade, a regional qualifier. Unfortunately, injuries uh, would slow that tournament for him. So, uh, Sotolano, a regional qualifier this year, but he'll be looking forward. Uh, to a very good senior year uh, potentially for him on the horizon coming up next year. All right, let's get to the second team selections this year for the NTL Wrestling All-Stars. Cohen Landis of Canton gets the nod at 106 pounds. Caleb Schwenk of Troy at 113. Mason Vanderpool of Athens at 120 pounds. Jacob Courtney of Athens at 126. Patriot June of North Penn Liberty at 132. Caden Setzer of Athens. Athens with uh, the 138-pound nod at 145 pounds. It'll be Joel Holtz of Williamson at 152 pounds. Michael Davis of Canton and Evan Johnson of Tawanda get the nod there. Of course, uh, Davis with a nice run in the postseason. Johnson uh, started off with a really great season. Unfortunately, injuries, of course, uh, hampered the home stretch of the year for him. So uh, nice to see the NTL coaches recognize Johnson here with a second team nod. At 160 pounds, Carter Rood of Athens. At 172, Zach Stafersky of Athens. And at 189 pounds, Derek Atherton-Neely of Canton. 215 will be Michael Sips of Williamson. And at 285 pounds, Alex Perez of Tawanda. So those are your first and second team NTL Wrestling All-Star selections. So congratulations going out to all of those uh, All-Star nominees as far as the NTL wrestling goes. Now, let's move on to the basketball All-Stars here as the girls' basketball uh, All-Stars were announced here earlier this uh, se earlier this week, I should say, as the uh, NTL girls' basketball All-Stars this year. We will start with the first team. Let's go to the player of the year for the girls. That would be Paige Manchester of Tawanda. No surprise there. Offensive player of the year this year of Northeast Bradford uh, got a lot of chance or got a chance rather to talk to a lot of people about Maisie Nuber this year and uh, you know even though I didn't have the opportunity to see Maisie in person uh, she really left a nice imprint on the league this year as far as girls basketball goes expecting to see a lot of great things out of her high school career as uh, people say she is very fluid with the ball in her hands and uh, she's one of those players who can drop 20 points plus on any given night okay defensive player of the year. Portia Bennett of Tawanda gets the nod there. Uh, sixth man of the year for the girls side. Uh, Olivia Leichleiter of Wyalusing and the coaching staff of the year 
uh, went to Brian Miller and the Athens Lady Wildcats staff. So congratulations to them uh, for the NTL nods there. On to the large school division. First team selected All-Stars. Kaylee Miller and Cadence Masick of Athens uh, get the nod along with Aaron Barrett of Tawanda, Sydney Taylor of Troy, Emma Coolidge of Wellsboro, and Callie Bennett of Wyalu seeing your first team selections uh, for the large school division. On to the smalls, or on to the second team rather, for the large school. It was Megan Collins of Athens, Amanda Horton of Tawanda, Rachel Kingsley of Troy, Bailey Monks of Wellsboro, and Catherine Brown and Madison Putnam from Wyalusing to round out the second team large school division all-stars there. On to the small school division uh, for the first team all-stars for the girls. Eva Rice of North Penn Liberty, Lauren Jones of Northeast Bradford, Kaylee Toman of Northeast Bradford, and Elena Beebe of Northeast Bradford as well. Taylor Ray Jones and Letitia Peterson of Williamson round out the first team small school division. Uh, for the second team, it was Aislinn Williams of Canton, Reagan Kelly of Canton, uh, Abby Ackley and Paisley Nudd of Kowineski Valley, along with Elizabeth Ritchie and Kirsten Mitzfire of North Penn Liberty to round out the uh, girls all-stars here uh, for the NTL large and small school divisions. So we've done the girls. Let's now go to the boys basketball all-stars for this uh, past season. Uh, the boys all-stars go as follows. Ty Barrett of Troy was nominated as the player of the year. Offensive player of the year went to Noah Spencer of North Penn Liberty. Defensive player of the year went to Mitchell Burke of Wyalusing. Sixth man of the year, Curtis Craig of North Penn Mansfield. And Coach Litzelman of North Penn Liberty and his staff nominated as the coach of the year and uh, elected to the uh, Coach of the Year uh, nom er, nomination and award there. All right, so large school division first team for the boys All-Stars, J.J. Babcock, Mason Lister, both of Athens, Mason Impt and Ethan Vinoy of Troy, and Liam Manning and Darren Callahan of Wellsboro uh, round out the first team selections for the large school. Second team went to Tucker Brown and Nalen Carling of Athens, Alex Stein of North Penn Mansfield, along with uh, potentially the best freshman of the year, Carson Dominic of North Penn Mansfield and Jake Dietrich of Troy round out the second team large school all-star selections. On to the small school division this year for the first team selections. Isaiah Nimzik of Canton, McGuire Painter of Kalineski Valley, Brandon Thompson of North Penn Liberty, Nick Beers of Northeast Bradford, Isaiah Way and Graydon Cobb of Wyalusing round out the first team small school division all-stars. On to the second team where Caden Williams and Cooper Kitchen of Canton, Colton Litzelman of North Penn Liberty, Lucas Crown of North Northeast Bradford, Dom Fabry of Sayre, and Blake Morningstar of Wyalusing. Your second team selections for the small school division All-Stars too. So that rounds out uh, all of your All-Star selections. Remember, if you missed anybody here on the All-Star selections for either wrestling, girls, or boys basketball, remember, you can check those out online at ntlsports.com. So make sure you go ahead and uh, check that out. And again, congratulations to all of our Winter Sports All-Stars here in the Northern Tier League. So now that we've recapped the Winter Sports All-Stars, 
Stars, let's point and paint, uh, or rather move forward, I should say, towards the spring because, well, we've got the spring sports season on the horizon. Coming up here, we're going to have some audio sound bites from head coach Bob Rockwell of the Canton Warriors baseball team. Also still to come here in just a little while, we're going to have an interview with Haley Jane from Wyalusing High School and, of course, Troy Track and Field head coach Barry Morgan as well. That's all still to come, but we're going to step aside. We'll be back. We'll talk some spring sports next after this quick timeout right here on the NTL Now podcast. Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It linked highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. You've got the newly permitted teenage driver in the family, but the patience to teach them just isn't there. That's why you call Max Driving Academy in Canton. Max Driving Academy will make sure your teenage driver is ready to be the safest driver on the road. That's Max Driving Academy. Call Tim McIninch today, 570-404-7815. Or for more information, visit maxdrivingacademy.com or like Max Driving Academy on Facebook. That's Max Driving Academy, Canton. Welcome back, NTL sports fans, right here on this week's edition of the NTL Now podcast. Shane Wilber here with you this week, bringing you yet another exciting edition for you. And, of course, don't forget, we're going to have spring sports coverage. That's right. We've got baseball, softball action coming your way this season long on our radio dials on the True Oldies channel for baseball and softball this spring. Don't forget, you can tune in at WTZN.com on your smartphones via the TuneIn app by searching uh, WTZN as well. Of course, on your radio dials in the Canton and Troy area on 99.9 or 107.7 FM. So definitely want to give our listeners out there a heads up for that. Now we are crossing our fingers that we will be able to get the spring sports season underway with our first broadcast tomorrow afternoon live from Lady Warrior Field in Canton as we will have softball coverage of Canton hosting Athens. Now of course, fingers are crossed for that as uh, the weather looks like it could be a little bit of a tricky issue also of course uh, Athens has been uh, held virtual now I have heard uh, that their sports teams have been permitted to practice so maybe that will help things along but of course you know we do have to see how the weather goes uh, as far as that goes as well as I've seen Friday forecasts uh, looking kind of bleak with some showers and who knows what that'll do uh, to the fields as well but also of course here uh, the spring sports season uh, not getting uh, very good news here to start as it looks like Tawanda and Wyalusing uh, are going to be on a little bit of a hiatus I should say I guess for a little bit as uh, both of those schools have been dealing with some COVID issues and unfortunately it looks like uh, their spring athletics have been paused for a little while as well so hopefully you know they get some encouraging news and those sports teams can get back at it again here in the uh, next few days and hopefully uh, the spring sports season can get going without a hitch and of course uh, you know you just always want to see uh, a 
especially for these seniors who lost their season last year to be able to come out and uh, have their senior year and get going here for the spring sports season. That's kind of where we are, but uh, for right now, uh, we do have, you know, some spring sports stuff to talk about. And uh, before we get too far into this, you know, it's always nice uh, to get some sound, get some audio from some of the coaches out there. And this week, uh, our good friend Chris Manning from the Northern Tier Sports Report, he actually had the opportunity to take some time and uh, sit down with Coach Bob Rockwell from the Canton Warriors. So let's talk Warrior baseball with some sound bites from Coach Rockwell right here on the NTL Now podcast. How excited are the kids to be out and being able to play ball this year? Oh, I mean, we have a lot of seniors here who missed their season last year. You know, as juniors, they're raring to go. They want to go. So we can only hope. How tough is it, you know, missing a year? Now you have even more holes to fill than you normally would. Well, it's always tough, but I, I'd like to think that maybe it's gonna—it's not gonna help us, but maybe we'll be in better shape than some, mm -hmm. because these—I had 13 sophomores two years ago who went to the district semis, and hopefully the experience will help us get through that. And who are some of the players you're expecting to step up? Well, I'd like all my seniors. You're talking Cam Bellows, Joel Schoonover, Carter Rout, uh, mm -hmm. Evan Landis, and uh, Brendan Matthews. All mm -hmm. these seniors have got to step up. Some sound bites there from Canton baseball head coach Bob Rockwell. And, of course, again, a big thanks to Chris Manning from the Northern Tier Sports Report. Chris uh, sharing that audio with us to use on the podcast this week. Don't forget you can go ahead and check out Chris's full preview of not only Canton baseball but also softball as well. He'll have that uh, coming up on the Northern Tier Sports Report. You can see that online at ntsportsreport.com. So, yes, a big thank you to Chris uh, for sharing that that uh, audio here for the podcast this week. So as the spring sports season, of course, is getting underway, of course, uh, last year, you know, we did not have the spring sports season. So this year, I mean, we are just kind of uh, getting into the swing of things and uh, getting a chance to see some of the spring sport athletes and such that uh, we will have uh, the opportunity to keep an eye on this year. Of course, uh, you know, some of the uh, athletes, you know, you're going to want to keep an eye on this year, obviously. Uh, ben Gambrell from Athens. Uh, Gambrell, of course, uh, you know, one of those great uh, jumpers as uh, well as sprinters sometimes uh, when he uh, decides to uh, do some sprints for the Athens Wildcats. But Gambrell, definitely going to be one of those uh, athletes to keep an eye on this year. I mean, he's always fun to hover around the long jump pit or triple jump pit with. So if you get a chance to see Ben this year, definitely want to take the advantage to uh, have an opportunity to see him. Also, don't forget about uh, Tawanda's Porsche Ben. Bennett. Uh, Bennett, of course, a state medalist as a freshman, and uh, she'll be looking to improve upon that uh, in the high jump this year. So, yeah, so, you know, I want to give some uh, shout-outs there to Portia Bennett as, of course, she'll transition from a very successful basketball season now on to track and field side of things for Tawanda as well. And, of course, also uh, Charlie Slusser at Kalineski Valley, a, a multi-time state qualifier as well for Kalineski Valley in her first couple of years of track. And, of course, uh, you know, hopefully uh, she's able to have a great year as well uh, for the Lady Indians. Now, of course, on the baseball and softball side of things, you know, it's going to be, uh, I think, an interesting year uh, overall. I don't really know what team is going to be, you know, loaded from top to bottom. I think, you know, if you were asking me to maybe make my preseason predictions, I would probably say uh, Northeast Bradford probably on the softball side. And uh, for baseball, I know the Sarah 
Redskins, you know, they've got a lot of talent coming back. I think, uh, you know, what's going to maybe separate Sayre is I, I think, you know, baseball and softball, rather, you know, both of those uh, come down to pitching, and I know both of those teams, uh, for the most part, are going to have some solid arms this year. So, yes, if you were asking me to make preseason predictions, I would say probably the teams to beat the Northeast Bradford Panthers for softball and the Sarah Redskins on the baseball side of things. But, of course, you know, there's going to be a lot of teams out there that are going to have a lot of things to say about that. Uh, Athens has some pitching to replace uh, for softball, but, you know, overall they've still got a good core, I think, of their team coming back. Uh, obviously, you know, we're going to talk with Y. Loosing's Haley Jane coming up here in just a little while as well. I mean, Haley Jane, she's one of those pitchers that will definitely keep Y. Loosing in every game that they have. Uh, my questions with the Lady Rams this year, uh, you know, what do they have coming back as far as sticks go? You know, are they going to be able to score enough runs? But, you know, I mean, as we uh, will find out as the season goes on, if there's one thing I know about Y. Loosing, they always somehow find some offense. So that'll be something to watch too. And then, of course, you know, flipping over on the baseball side of things, you know, we just heard from Coach Rockwell a little bit ago, a lot of experience coming back with those seniors. I think the thing uh, with Canton is where will they find the pitching? I mean, I know they've got a lot of arms. Will they find uh, one or two guys that are going to be able to take them, you know, five innings into a ball game, maybe uh, somebody who can go all seven? That's uh, questions, you know, that'll still be answered as the season goes on, but uh I think you're going to see a lot of great talent this year on both uh, the baseball and softball diamonds. And then, of course, you know, when it comes to uh, team-wise uh, for track and field, I mean, Athens and Wyalusing always seem to be those teams that, uh, you know, have the numbers. They're always battling down the stretch. So I'm curious to see uh, how track and field goes, but definitely looking forward to hopefully a really good spring sports season once we get things off and running this year. But as I said, we are going to turn the focus back to the softball diamond because coming up here in just a short we're going to talk with the Wyalusing Rams senior athlete Haley Jane we talk with Haley about some of the individual achievements she's looking forward to we're going to talk the Lady Rams softball team as a whole and of course talk about uh, you know what she's got coming up for the future as well that's all on the way as we talk with Wyalusing's Haley Jane next right here on the NTL Now podcast Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace and Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570-297-2993. That's 570-297-2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. Welcome back here on the NTL Now podcast this week, and it gives me great pleasure right now to welcome in a multiple-time, multiple-sport all-star from different sports throughout the NTL, one of the premier senior athletes in the Northern Tier League. We welcome in Haley Jane from Wyalusing High School. Haley, thank you so much for taking some time for the podcast this week. Thank you for having me. Haley, I have to ask you first, and I do this with everybody that uh, I get the opportunity to talk with. Uh, one, did you know that uh, this podcast was a thing? 
to uh, will you be a consistent listener after this is uh, recorded and uploaded? Um, I was aware it was a thing, but I didn't see it too often. And yeah, I'll be tuning in more after this. <laughs> That's what I like <laughs> to hear. Okay, so Haley, you know, before we really dive into, you know, the whole athletic thing with Y Losing and everything, uh, let's get to know Haley Jane a little bit here. And obviously, you know, sports have been a big part of your life. I'm curious, uh, what got you interested in uh, the sports world? Was it older siblings? You know, was it just the opportunity to hang out with friends? Was it your parents? I mean, how did Haley Jane, the athlete, uh, get her start? Well, I started picking up a softball when I was about two years old. My sister played ball in college, and my brother was a wrestler. So it was mostly my parents and my siblings. But now I really like to be with my friends, and I love to get to have fun with them. Every athlete really has that season that they can't wait for. Now, of course, you've been uh, involved in multiple sports at Y Losing. I do have to ask, though, I mean, just based on, you know, what I've seen pretty much of your career, I mean, there's a little extra uh, get up in your step when softball season's around the corner, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Travel ball's definitely been uh, a part of your career as well. I mean, how much has travel ball meant to just kind of the, the player that you've become? If it wasn't for travel ball, I wouldn't be half the player that I am. I've had multiple travel ball coaches that have helped me pitching, playing third base, hitting. Like, I don't know where I'd be without travel ball. I mean, it's definitely one of those big aspects uh, amongst not only yourself, but, you know, a lot of the uh, uh, players around the league as well. What is it, uh, you know, about uh, this coming season that is uh, most special to you? I mean, you think about this. The last time you were actually on a game field with the Lady Rams was the district playoffs two years ago. I mean, what's it been like, you know, thinking that, hey, you know what, this is my senior year, and this is, like, my, you know, time to really uh, lay my mark on this program? I feel like I've been waiting for so long for this to happen just because we lost last year. And I really want to get back at it, and I really want to make it to the district final again this year and show them what we can do. But I also want to be able to uh, reach some goals that I've set for myself. You know, and that kind of translates, uh, you know, into my next question as well. Uh, You know, I'm curious, uh, how much motivation is there for you uh, going into this season? I mean, we'll talk about the goals here in a minute, but just losing last year, how much motivation is there for you to want to perform at a high level this year? So much. After losing the district final my sophomore year, it kind of opened my eyes and really showed me, like, what I need to work on as a player and what I need to do to help my team. And, of course, you know, you were just mentioning, you know, some goals as well. Uh, What are some things, you know, you're kind of playing in the back of your mind as far as uh, individual goals you might be setting, maybe even uh, some career achievements you might have in the back of your mind as well? So I was on record to have the most hits in my listing history. I was going to reach 100 either last year or this year. I was going to reach 500 strikeouts. I would have Wiley Sings uh, win history. I'd have the highest win history. And the most wins as a pitcher. A lot of goals that I wanted to reach. 
All a lot of good goals, that's for sure. And, of course, you know, obviously, you know, losing a season uh, definitely will lower those numbers. But, you know, things that uh, you can obviously work towards to, uh, you know, use as motivation for this year for sure. Now, you know, let's take the focus now uh, off of just you as an individual. Let's go now to the Lady Rams uh, as a whole this year as a team. I mean, obviously, why losing softball in one way, shape, or form has always been, I feel like, one of the more competitive teams in the league, uh, no matter if they're top of the pack, middle of the pack, or one of those teams who's just trying to, you know, upset other teams along the way. I mean, what is it about the 2021 why losing Lady Rams that uh, could be really special this year? We have a lot of heart that most teams don't have. Our girls want to be there, and every day we come to the field and we want to be there. We want to get better, and we want that district title, and we want to be able to play for a state championship. We have a great bond, and we all treat each other like family. Now, let me ask you like this, because, you know, obviously as a freshman, uh, your team wins the district title. You end up going to the state tournament. Uh, you know, you play in a really uh, interesting environment uh, down in Allentown. Of course, your sophomore year, you lose in the district final. But overall, I feel like, you know, yourself and the other seniors on this team, a very experienced group. Like, I mean, I wouldn't think that you guys would feel pressure given the fact that, you know, you guys are pretty battle tested uh, as far as uh, softball seniors go yeah definitely we've been through a lot we've been playing together since we were like eight nine years old we've obviously been to the districts when we were little and we won all the way up through but we're used to it and we're very excited every good team has a leader at the top and you know when it comes to softball coaches around the league uh, coach Loomis uh, now I, I think is probably the most tenured softball coach in the league for sure uh, talk about you know the effect he has on this softball team I mean he always just seems to find the right buttons to push uh, to get the most out of his teams um Mr. Loomis is probably one of the best coaches that I've ever had he has a good relationship with the girls, which is something that I think helps a lot. And he knows how to make us laugh, and he knows how to have fun, and he knows how to work hard. So we want to come to practice every day because we know, like, how he is. He's a great coach, and he gives us a great game speeches, and he just prepares us for not only, like, the softball games, but the future. You know, one thing I have always found very admirable about him as a coach and, you know, I just I have this image in my mind of him. You know, he will always stand up. He will always argue. He will always fight for his players to make sure, you know, that uh, a call is right. Or, you know, if, uh, you know, maybe there's like a, an injury or something, he will always make sure his players are protected. And I mean, that alone has to give you, uh, you know, a lot of confidence, uh, not only in yourself, but the team as well, knowing that, you know, you've got a coach like that who's got your back. Oh, yeah. He definitely takes the team before himself obviously like everybody's seen him multiple times especially at the district championship last game last year when he came out onto the field because that girl missed second beats and they let her come back on the field and he was not giving up so he definitely will fight for his team and he cares a lot about his girls so you know as we are winding down here i do want to ask you know as uh, you know, your senior year is coming to a close. I'm curious, uh, what has this season been like, you know, from start 
to finish. I guess I should say more of as a school year. I mean, what are the effects that it's had kind of like on you as an athlete, not knowing, you know, from one day to the next, are you going to be remote learning? Are you going to be in school? Are you going to practice? Are you not? I mean, what are the, you know, kind of strains or, you know, things that have kind of opened your eyes this year as far as dealing with this whole Corona season? I never thought I'd ever have to deal with anything like this in my life. So it kind of gives me a reality check and makes me realize that I can't take stuff for granted. Like I have to play every game like it's my last and every practice because you never know when it's going to be the last time you step on the field. It's just I stress about it every day. I try to stay positive, but knowing that you're not – like you might not get to play the next day because everything's uncertain is pretty stressful. Of course, you know, we know here in the early part of this spring, uh, games are going to get postponed. Weather's never going to be ideal. But, you know, as you look forward here towards your season, I mean, I I don't really see softball uh, getting going into full swing until like the middle of April, no matter the year, just because it takes about that long for fields finally to become playable and everything else. But uh, when this season finally gets ramped up and gets going, I mean, what is it uh, you are most looking forward to? once this season gets going? Is it just the ability to just walk out onto that pitcher's rubber and know that, hey, at least you have a season? Yeah, I'm just really excited, I guess. And I am excited to see what my team can do because we have a lot of different players this year that we're trying in new positions. So I just want to get my confidence back when we get out there so that we can all have fun and win together. Always a good team spirit to have there, that's for sure. But, uh, Haley, you know, as we wind things down here and, uh, you know, again, uh, want to kind of focus on you here just towards the end, uh, you see your senior season, uh, you know, on the horizon here. Uh, what's the what's the future holding here for Haley Jane? I mean, is there, uh, you know, career plans for potentially uh, softball beyond high school? I mean, what are you looking at uh, as far as, like, education and stuff as future endeavors? I'm actually committed to play softball at Lock Haven University, and I will be majoring in forensic science. Wow. That is definitely uh, a good academic trend to behold for sure. So Haley Jane from the Wyalusing Rams showing us uh, not only dedication for the field, but also to the classroom as well. So Haley, I uh, want to tell you uh, thank you so much for taking some time this week. Uh, I know it's been uh, you know kind of a crazy whirlwind here throughout this school year, but uh, looking forward to seeing you, the Lady Rams, and of course Coach Loomis out on the field, and nothing but much success to you during your senior season and for the Lady Rams here in 2021. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Why losing high school senior Haley Jane here on the NTL Now podcast. Now folks, stick around because when we come back, we're going to get into track and field as we talk with Troy track and field head coach Barry Morgan. That comes your way after this quick timeout right here on the NTL Now podcast. At Mansfield University, we're proud to offer affordable, life-changing education. With more than 40 degree programs, from two-year degrees to bachelor's and master's programs, Mansfield University has something for everyone. Small class sizes allow students to receive a personalized, hands-on education, making the value of your degree go even further. Learn how an affordable education at Mansfield University can benefit you at mansfield.edu. 
Is it that night of the week where nobody feels like cooking and you just want some good food? Then you need to get a hold of the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. That's right, with a full menu of entrees, appetizers, and everything in between, you'll love the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. If you want pizza, wings, stromboli, steaks, and more, call the Park Hotel and Brewing Company. Dine in or take out. 570-673-8777. That's the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. Remember, like them on Facebook. Time to talk track and field here on the NTL Now podcast this week, and it gives me great pleasure now to welcome in the new head coach of the Troy Trojan track and field team, Barry Morgan. Barry, glad to catch up with you this week on the podcast. Hey, thanks, Shane. I haven't talked to you in quite a while. Barry, you know, it's uh, a lot of buzz this year around the Troy track team in general. I think a, a lot of the uh, buzz seems to be, is this going to be the year where Troy runs a home meet on their new track? So, yes, it will. Um, we haven't hosted a home meet in Troy in about 25 years. Um, the last time that they did, it was actually run on the half-mile cinder track at Alpine Park. So we're really excited to be hosting some home meets this year out behind the Commons building in Troy um, on our new outdoor track. So kids are excited. We're excited. Parents are excited. Definitely glad to see that, uh, you know, the uh, Trojans are going to be able to have their first home meet this year. Uh, you know, let's get into what is now you as the head coach of this Troy Trojan track team this year. Uh, I got to ask you, Barry, I mean, what were some of the key factors going into you uh, taking this job this year? Um, Ron Bellinger, he's been the Troy head coach for quite a number of years. Um, I think he's been was there for around 13 14 years about as long as I've been coaching um I came to Troy and joined him about five years ago and he stepped down this year because of work commitments um so I kind of followed in his footsteps and picked up where he left off and we're off and running literally so that's a nice little uh, track pun there you kind of threw in there. I'm pretty uh, impressed with it. But, you know, I, I, I definitely, you know, have to uh, assess the fact that, you know, you being the assistant, uh, familiarity with the kids, I mean, that definitely had to be something that uh, was weighing on your mind. I mean, you've been around some of these athletes now for a long time. And, you know, I, I liken it to kind of like a carpenter, you know, like you've started this project, you kind of want to see it through. I mean, that, that's kind of an approach too, right, when taking this job. Yeah, it, it kind of is. Um, you know, working as an assistant under Ron for the last four years was exciting. You know, I could coach my kids, um, my little group of sprinters and hurdlers. We kind of took under my wing and kind of molded them the way I wanted them to be molded. And now that we've kind of moved up and above in the world in Troy, we're moving things in a little bit different direction, but still staying with some of the old stuff that Ron had in place. And so it's fun. You know, you got to, when you move into that role, you have to kind of make it your own team. So Now, of course, you know, you come from having already been a head coach at Canton, you know, for a number of years. Now, of course, you're the head coach at Troy. I'm curious, uh, just kind of, you know, in your own mind, uh, what have you learned maybe, uh, you know, from your first stint uh, taking into this stint, you know, that you will take, uh, you know, kind of in uh, preparation or approach as to uh, being a head coach this time around? 
Well, we're, it was funny you talk about that. My assistant, Matt Gear and I have kind of been talking about that. Um, you know, the last four years, an assistant, I was actually, you know, it was more just coaching the kids, and that's all I had to worry about. Um, now I'm coaching the kids in, in more of an administrative role for the team, um, you know, dealing with the administrators and the parents more. So I've, you know, kind of taken on a little bit more role in that. But having that experience coming in from – when I was in Canton doing it, you know, it, it helped. I just kind of rolled right back into it, but it's definitely a little bit more work, but that's part of the job and we'll take it and do what we need to do for the kids. Now, I mean, obviously it's been uh, almost two years since uh, any track has been run here in the league uh, for sure. So I'm curious, I mean, is there a little more uh, excitement this year uh, going in uh, to this season for you and the Trojan track team? Or is there, you know, kind of more of attention to detail on your end, knowing that, you know, you might have to push these kids just a little bit more to, to kind of get their rhythm back, whether or not, you know, they're, they're a track athlete or a field athlete a little bit of both i would say um my my biggest group this year is probably my junior class so they were freshmen the last time that they competed um so they're excited to get back and get back to work and have been doing a great job so far in the first three weeks and then the you know the rest of the team was some of them weren't even on the team when we ran a track meet two years ago so you know there's a quite a bit of learning curve for some of them um getting them back used to what we're what our daily routine is at practice and you know a lot of technical stuff that we have to teach that you know we failed to do that last year being shut down so but i think there's a lot of there's definitely a lot of excitement with everybody so I'm curious to know what you think about this assessment, I should say, on my part here. I kind of feel like the league as a whole uh, is going to be more of a competitive league this year just from the basis of everyone is kind of starting from scratch where they have to, you know, everybody's got to get back into their rhythm. They got to get back into their flow. I mean, do you kind of feel like that that brings the league a little tighter, a little closer together competitive-wise this year? I think it does a little, um, and it, I mean, it, it's definitely going to be tough on everybody this year. Um, not having last year's season and this year's season, you know, you never know what's going to happen the next day. Um, our regular quad and triple meets on Tuesdays have been moved to running two dual meets a week, which is a little bit different. Um, so we can keep the competition there for the kids twice a week. Um, but then, you know, at the same time, I know a couple schools are shut down right now for a couple weeks, you know, so their kids can't practice. And I mean, it's too bad they have to do that and they miss out on that practice. So, you know, I, I tell the kids every day that they have to practice every day. Like they're not going to be there tomorrow. Um, you know, they can't take every day for granted and then everybody's facing the same thing, you know, in the league and across the state and the country and everything. So, you know, that's just one thing that we have to deal with. And, but I think it has brought the, you know, brought the league a little closer. Now, of course, uh, you know, listening to, you know, you bring up the, the, the two dual meets a week, I mean, that kind of just sparked something else in my mind I haven't even thought of. I mean, does, are we under the assumption then, or can I basically assume, you know, through uh, the numbers game and everything that, I mean, these kids are pretty much going to be, you know, confined to dual meets and pretty much uh, the thought of any kind of, uh, you know, extra teams or any kind of invitational is pretty much out the window then this year. Yeah, so 
most of our invitationals were, or I won't say most of them, but some of the invitations were colleges, um, which obviously they're not hosting any of those this year. Um, some of the high schools that had the bigger invitations, like Wild Lucy, um, you know, they've just they've been crossed off this year. So yeah, there's no invitations for the kids, no big no big meets for them this year. Um, hopefully, districts will be run at the end of the season. You know, we'll get some kids there, and that'll be their first big meets of the year. Um, numbers are down across the league from coaches I've talked to on teams. So, you know, our dual meets, you know, they might only be competing against the team that only has 12 or 15 kids on it. Um, so, yeah, they're not going to see any big numbers until, you know, we get to the end of the season. You know, you talk about the numbers game, and this is something that, you know, I've kind of – talked about you know with other coaches and I I I really want your opinion on this too Uh, where do you stand on the fact of do you feel like athletes are you know not taking advantage of the fact that you know track and field can help them you know and I'll liken it to you know football players who uh, kind of uh, avoid track and field and I don't understand it where you know they should be doing this so I mean do you feel like athletes really need to concentrate more on you know making track a part of their routine my honest opinion Shane yes I think they do um, you know we we all see it um, Casey Ellsworth down in Canton him and I have been you know we coached together when I was in down in Canton we've had that conversation for years um, there's there's so much specialization now in sports these days that kids are pushed into. And I feel, you know, being in a, um, athletic background and doing that for my job, actually, you know, it's, I see that that's not good for them in my opinion. You know, they need that extra, even if it's in track, you know, you're getting different movements in your body. So you're not running in one, one direction the whole time. And, you know, you're actually giving a total train to your body. Um, I, I think it's a great thing for kids. Track and field has 18 events in it. You know, there's always something for somebody to do. Um, you know, you speak about football. My opinion's always been if you have a lineman that is one directional in football, you get him in a spinning circle, you know, and throwing events. And, you know, that just improves his footwork on the line so much more. So, but yeah, that's always been a battle we fought and we'll probably continue to fight for years. All right, so let's get back to talking about this Trojan track and field team this year. You know, obviously, uh, excitement uh, abound to potentially host a meet. Uh, Obviously, you know, you've kind of got a a schedule laid out, and, uh, you know, you're excited, you know, to have, you know, your junior class back for sure. But let's talk about the teams as a whole. I mean, what are your strengths, do you feel like, coming into this year? I mean, are you looking stronger maybe sprints, hurdles, maybe uh, distance, mid-distance? I mean, what's, uh, what's the outlook look? here uh, for Troy? I mean, I know distance has always been a big thing with Trojan runners, but, uh, you know, from your standpoint, where do you see the strengths this year? Uh, I think we're pretty balanced this year. Um, I was watching my kids at practice tonight, and hell, my sprinters are they're, we lost quite a group last year. You know, our senior senior class last year was quite large. You know, it was too bad they didn't get to compete their senior year on a new track, but you know, we move on with the next season, and but I'd say our team this year is pretty balanced. You know, our distant kids are out there putting their work in every night and working really, real hard, and same as the sprinters and throwers. And got a couple new jumpers this year that I'm excited about, so I'm not going to leak any secrets. But, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing these kids compete this year. 
Now, of course, you know, you've got to kind of balance that uh, thing of, you know, watching your 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 male athletes, watching your, your female track athletes as well, because, you know, different events are going on uh, all the time. I mean, do you, do you see the balance uh, on both squads? I mean, do you see strengths uh, from one team to the other? I would say probably for the first time in a few years, we're pretty balanced all the way across. Um, I've got some, you know, some younger kids that came up this year that filled some holes from last year that we lost and on both sides, boys and girls, sprinters and distance. So, um, so yeah, I wouldn't say that one's really stronger than the other right now. Hey, that's always good to see and uh, good to hear and good to know that uh, balance is there for sure. And, uh, you know, I know uh, with you at the helm, there's definitely going to be uh, a lot of running done. Now, I have to ask you because I know that, uh, you know, coming from a, a Canton background myself when it comes to track and field, please tell me the ladder is still in effect for, for pre-training here. Tell me I'm not outdated <laughs> and the ladder sticks around here. Well, that might have gone out the door with Ron Kirby. I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, regardless. I know the... that, that's, that's not in my repertoire anymore. Oh, man. Well, hey, you know what? Uh, it was at least fun to, to be able to contribute uh, a little bit of track knowledge anyway. But, uh, Barry, you know, right. continued yeah. success to you, the Trojan program in general. Uh, I know there's going to be a lot of excitement buzzing around this program, and can't wait to see all the great results as well. So good luck to you and uh, the Trojan teams, both, uh, you know, the, the boys track team, the girls track team, and uh, hopefully we see a lot of great results coming out of this season. Yep, yep, absolutely. Thanks, Shane. Glad to catch up with Troy track and field head coach Barry Morgan there. And, of course, want to thank Wyalusing senior athlete Haley Jane as well for being a part of the podcast this week, too. Of course, other sound you heard this week from head coach Bob Rockwell of the Canton Warrior baseball team. That, of course, provided by Chris Manning of the Northern Tier Sports Report. Again, check out Chris's uh, full season preview coming up for the Canton Warrior baseball and softball teams online at ntsportsreport.com for more information there. Well, the spring sports season, we hope, gets underway on Friday night. I'll have softball coverage from Canton. If we do, that'll be on the True Oldies channel, 99.9, 107.7 FM, of course, online at WTZN.com, and, of course, on the TuneIn radio app by searching WTZN. Again, want to thank all the listeners out there for tuning in, enjoying another great episode of the NTL Now podcast this week. Remember, hit us up on social media on Twitter at NTL now pod at ntl now podcast on both facebook and instagram as well folks have yourselves a great rest of the week i'll talk to you next week for another great edition of the ntl now podcast this is shane wilber saying so long and of course the ntl now podcast as always an exclusive production of circle w sports Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.